0: Welcome to the Knowledge Boner podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Starr. I got my boy, Wally Wynn. Wally, how's it going, man? What's up, guys? Been a terrible, I can't say terrible, but been an exhausting
1: weekend doing some client work, taking some pictures, doing some videos. Um, I'm kind of like a jack of all trades. So, you know, at any point in time, you could see me on a computer or with a camera in my hand. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
0: interesting. I know we, uh, we discussed networking last week, and then Wally got to uh, go to a networking event. Um, practicing what we preach, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I met mean, a lot of people. Got, you know, the funny thing is, I you know, you, uh, went to this event to work for a client, but I ended up coming out with like five or six numbers of different business owners and that kind of thing. So that's going to be very interesting to, to go and, you know, follow up and meet those people. So that's awesome. Yeah, very,
0: very busy weekend indeed. Um, so everyone that did tune in last week, you know, that was the uh, productivity series. Um, the week before that was kind of lead gen. And um, I think we're going to keep running with it. And this week, uh, actually, it's pretty exciting. I, I love talking about this type of stuff, but um, we're going to kind of talk about money management as well as multiple streams of income. Um, you know, I, I, a lot of people that are tuning in, especially if you are uh, interested in entrepreneurship. I mean, let's be real. You know, being an entrepreneur isn't just about freedom. You, you, you guys want to, you want to make fucking money, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. Um, is, is kind of having that that time freedom, um, you know, to have to have income streams kind of working for you. You know, they say that the average millionaire has seven streams of income. Um, So people listening in may be wondering, okay, well that's great, but you know, how do you get extra streams of income? What does that mean? What do you focus on? How do you do it? And it's kind of a problem. It's it's a double edged sword, which is kind of why we're doing this this week because you may be thinking, okay, well, I have to do a million things, right? I gotta I gotta be focused on building all these income streams, right? And then and then it divides up your focus. So what we're going to kind of guide this week is we're going to talk about the importance of having multiple streams of income, what it even means, how to set money aside to invest into those type of things, and how to kind of stack it um, while staying focused. right? So I don't want people to be listening in and think, okay, well, um, I'm going to go get a job, and then on the side I'm going to get a second job because that's two streams of income, and then I'm going to build this on the side, and then that's going to be a third stream of income, and then I'm going to go walk the neighbor's dog, and then that's going to be a fourth stream of income. See what I mean? So I don't want people to get it <laughs> to get it confused and to understand the difference between assets. So let's go ahead and talk. Let's let's kind of jump into the very basics of it, okay? Um, and you know, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor Dad talks about this, and he labels the the top six um, money making uh, management words, and that's your your income, your expenses, your assets, liabilities, and it's all about cash flow, right? So, if you're listening in, first, the very first basic after you have to do, especially become, before you become an entrepreneur, if you can't manage your own, your own money before you even dump anything else, it's going to be key. You have to be able to manage your money. So, Wally, explain to them because I know we, we're, we're very used to being um, tied on money, mm-hmm. especially being entrepreneurs, um, as well as kind of like managing it, not just going out and blowing, and it. it's kind of setting aside and, 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 and staying broke. So from the very beginning, you know, why don't you talk about that, like what, what kind of advice do you have for first to, um, before worrying about investing, like kind of just money management tips from the get go?
1: Well, the first thing is you got to grow up.
0: <laughs> and
1: what I mean by yeah. grow up is, is, you know, we're, you know, we're, you know, I'm 25, you know, Dylan's 30, 31, mm-hmm. right? Dylan, you just yeah. turned 31. Happy birthday, Dylan, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Ago. But, um, so, you know, the first thing is you got to grow up. And what I mean by grow up is, you know, a lot of people our age. What we want to do is, you know, you want to go out to the bar and drink with your buddies, like, or you want to go, you know, buy drinks for girls, or you want to go out to eat all the time, you want know, to do all those kinds of things, right? Not to say that all the things are bad, right? But, but you have to figure out, you know, what, what's a need, right? And what's a want. Right? And there's, there are things that are necessities, and there are things that, are, that you want to do, and there are things that you need to do. You need to eat, right? But you can, you can go to the grocery store and buy groceries and not spend $400 a week on you know, eating out and that kind of stuff. But you know, that's just the basics. So the first thing is just growing up. One, you got to grow up and figure out like, like how to manage your money. And then um, the next that's piece of frozen. it – Yeah, it, it did freeze for a sec, but yeah, I got it. Um, so the next part of it, and number two – is, is figuring out um, where, where to put your money. And so, you know, the common trend is, is okay, when, I'm, when I get more money, I'm just going to keep stacking it away and keep stacking away. And maybe I'll, I'll put it in a mutual fund or, you know, maybe I'll put it in some stocks and a little bit, you know, a little bit of money and that kind of stuff, right? But the, the, the thing about investing your money in like little stuff like that is, is that you don't really know, you don't really have any control over that. Right? You don't have to control you – know, you, the stocks can go up, stocks can go down. You have no control of, of what's going to happen to that money. So even so, you don't have a lot of money, right? So if you just put all $2,000 of your dollars in stocks or a mutual fund or anything, and that thing all of a sudden tanks, boom, now you have no money, none. All the money you saved up, yeah. your, your, your golden egg is gone.
0: <laughs> you know, I love I – love, i love, I'm glad you said that because um, it was funny. When I was watching a presentation by Robert Kiyosaki, he, he, he put in the assets and liability columns. And then one of the things in liabilities – you know, for those listening in that, that may be kind of mind blowing to them is he put 401k, you know, cause, cause what's everyone think that you, you should do? You should go and, you know, you get a job and then you should be smart, right? Set side away for your future. When you're 65 years old, put money into mutual funds and stuff, stash it in your 401k and let it build. And he put 401k as a liability, not even an asset because you can't touch it till you're 65. You pay a crap ton in fees. You have no control over it whatsoever. And, and he's like, he's like, average broke people will will rich people and wealthy people don't worry about that shit like they don't touch so i think that that one that alone is is kind of everything you're saying just kind of goes against the norm because we're taught that right focus on mutual funds and mm-hmm. and this and that mm-hmm. and um so if, if you're strapped for cash right you're you're very 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 beginning uh because i know a lot of people watching this you know, they're already going to start coming up with excuses and let's kind of throw a little bit of uh, grant cardone when he talks about you know Everyone needs to sell their stuff first. So say you, you're, you're adamant, you want to get into business, right? And uh, what's the first thing that he talks about is get rid of all your extra shit, right? Penny pinch, and then start selling your stuff. So stuff that you absolutely don't need that you can just get cash flow immediately, mm-hmm. set aside to invest into yourself or to get going for your business. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, I mean, I've seen what you carry with you. You're very you know, minimalist right now. You don't have that much shit at all. I mean, hell, I mean, your, your wardrobe is pretty small, right, Wally? No, I've got like, you know... I've got like
1: four tank tops and a couple of pairs of pants and a couple of nice shirts. You know, I try to, I, I don't, I, you don't really need much else besides that because it's not like every, you know, we work internet business. It's not like I go to a job, you know? So when I go out in public, I just need to have yeah. a nice shirt on, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter about what a, <laughs> right. I I got to show up at a, at an office or something. So, so yeah, just thinking about stuff like that, you know, working for yourself, the, the transition is, is definitely different. Like you got to get into a whole different mindset and then, you know, kind of going on, you know, piggybacking off what I said before, you know, the stocks and mutual funds thing. Now, number three, number three, the thing is, is you don't have enough money yet. Doesn't matter. I guarantee it. Whatever amount of money you're you trying to put aside, it's not enough yet. And what I mean by that is if you're thinking, okay, I want to put aside like two or $3,000, it's not enough. You might as well take that two or $3,000 and buy a course and invest in yourself and learn more to earn, to increase your earning potential. So that way, the next time you're thinking about investing, it's instead of it's two thousand dollars. It's like, oh, I have fifty k on the side. Now you're now you're looking at money that you could actually invest, right?
0: Right. Yeah, and and, and a lot of that comes with knowledge too, right? Because you want to make sure that that's the problem with, with when you focus on like assets and liabilities is if you don't have the skill set and the knowledge to you know what to do with that money, you could lose it. So, you know, you you do you do run that risk, but it comes with time, and and I, and I think that's what most people are just like, oh, I'm just going to go and set this money aside and. And I'm just going to drop this in a stock and blah, blah, blah. And you don't, you know, what, what, if, you've, what if you have no experience in, in understanding, you know, uh, how much you're paying in expenses and how, much, how to even recognize what's going to happen with a stock. You've never yeah. done it before. Um, well, you could, take that, you could take that exact
1: same. You're saying stock, but you just insert the word real estate right there. And all of a sudden people will be, will be like Harry. You know, think about it. If you have no idea what you're doing in real estate and you drop all of your money, let's say you drop, you know, your two or $3,000 to to put down on a house, down payment on a house. And as soon as you get the house, everything inside breaks. Your AC breaks, your your refrigerator breaks, your oven breaks. Like all your, sun, all your plumbing goes out, all that stuff. Do you have enough money to cover that? All those expenses, right. if it happens. Right when you buy that house. No, because you dropped all your money. So now you're going to have to file bankruptcy. Now you're going to have to, you know, get more funds, maybe borrow from people, take a loan out. Like you put yourself in a really heavy financial crutch for no reason,
0: right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 that's another good point is most people think that buying a house is an assets category and it's actually not. It's 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 in liability. So the biggest thing that you guys first have to realize is when you you know, you, you have to set money aside you to be able to invest, right? And you have to be able to recognize asset versus liability. So if you're owning a house, uh it's not an asset. If it's not producing cash flow, right, it takes money out. You know, Robert talks about that. He's like, what happens when you own your house, and mortgage? Who's getting the money? The bank is, right? Who's paying all the insurance and the property taxes? He's like, you are. Who has all, you know, all the maintenance and, and everything? But, but people's mindset is like, oh, but if the market's down and I buy this house, it is an asset because it could be worth more in the future. But it's not producing cash flow. Sure, you're, you're, it's costing. You're paying money out to the whole time while you're waiting for that to go up in, in value. And if you sell it, great. But that doesn't make it an asset because it's not producing cash flow and what was interesting is he, he talks about when he first got his uh, uh his first apartment building and he was making twenty back in the day' twenty five bucks a month and he's like he was super excited he's like, oh my gosh like you know twenty five bucks a month you know like it's producing cash flow and then today between him and his wife they have like sixty five hundred apartments all just producing <laughs> a uh, monthly monthly cash flow residual for doing nothing right
1: mm.
0: and that's that's really key so um before we dive into, maybe we can make kind of recognizing assets, liabilities, um, uh, an episode this week. But uh, and and today, you know, just kind of focus on on the the first steps of what to do. So we know that we need to focus on assets, right? But we have to have capital. So you know, step one is you definitely need to um, manage your own time and your own money, right? So first, you need to look at your income and your expenses. Okay, so especially if you're if you're strapped, if you're gonna get into a business, you have to you have to minimize your expenses. So you're gonna have to cut all the shit that you're you're blowing money on, just like Wally said. You know, if you're spending uh I, I know people that spend like three hundred dollars on a pair of fucking jeans. Like and I'm just like I don't I don't get it. I can't even see myself ever doing that as a multi millionaire honestly, just because I think it's a waste of money. Um and, and alcohol. You know, they say that entrepreneurs are creative with creating um, you know, income streams. It'd be cool to just just one day be like, oh, well, why did Dylan Wally? Why'd you guys buy that bar? Oh well, we wanted to go out and party and drink, and we realized that's a waste of money. So we just we we have our own nightclub bar now. So now when we spend money on alcohol, it's still an asset in our pocket.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm paying myself. It doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we took we took the expense and turned it into an asset, right? Yeah, <laughs> just being creative with it. That'd be that'd be hilarious. Um, but first, you know, managing your own your own your own money, right? And and getting stuff in, and then. So setting aside, so first you stay broke, you sell all your shit, right? And then now you have to recognize like what skills you need, right? And whether to invest into or what to focus on. So what do you recommend for people if they need to, uh, you know, maybe they're working a job, they just sold all, they sold all their stuff, right? They're the penny pension. They got their expenses in order. Mm-hmm. So they know what their income is and their expenses are low. Cause that's obviously you want your income to outweigh your expenses. Um, And. And to go further in that, guys, some stuff as simple as renegotiating. Like if you're paying a lot in credit cards, you can call up and go, like, look, I need I need my payments renegotiated, I need my percentage renegotiated, like you know, I'm trying to get my expenses low. You know, you can talk to your landlord and negotiate. Even I don't care if you get fifty dollars off a month. A win's a win, right? Um, so you're at that point. So what do you recommend at that point? Okay, so they get their expenses way low. They know their their income is, is outweighing their expenses. Now, They want to focus on business and money making money making activities to invest into themselves. So what what should they do next? Well, then they got to figure out what well what they want to do. What do you want to do?
1: It's like uh, you know, and and that's the funny thing is you know, and I I think I said this in an earlier podcast episode, but I'm gonna repeat it. And uh, we had this there's this guy my 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 brother so my oldest brother you know he mentors people but he works a nine to five too works a high level job in hospital. Um, but he mentioned someone and the guy came and he, you know, he came in the house and he wanted you know, he's getting some advice and that kind of stuff. And I sat down with him before my brother came and my, you know, my brother, me and him get along say, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. He's just, you know, he does, he works on five, but he's actually an entrepreneur in the workspace, which is pretty interesting, which we could go to a whole nother different like topic on that. But, um, anyway, so we're talking to him and, you know, the, and he's just like, you know, Hey man, what do you do? All that kind of stuff. You're going to shoot the shit back and forth. And then the first thing this dude says is, you know, man, you know, I want to make money. And I just smile at it and I'm like, you know, just like everybody else in the world, man. Like, you know, and he's like, well, you know, and I was like, okay, well, well what are you here for? And he's telling me that, you know, he just moved to whatever he's trying to get out of his situation, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the key point of this conversation was this next part, right? And he was like, you know, I just really want to make some more money. That's what, that's what people focus on. They're like, okay, I want to make more money. I agree. I agree. You should focus on that. But the first thing you should focus on when you want to make money is what the hell do you want to do and that's the first thing I said to him. I said, okay, well, what do you want to do? I was like, you know, uh, my, my eldest brother, he says, is it kind of a funny way. And, and I'll, and I'll say it exactly like he says it. He's like, you know, there's, there's a million ways to make money. He's like, you can go suck dick on the side of the street, you know, sell <laughs> yourself. Right. And you know, you can make a great living like that, but that's not how you want to make your living. Right. <laughs> it's not right. right? It's not. So, so just, you know, just like that. So how do you want to make, you know, how would you like to make your money? Because, and then I'm, you know, the funny thing for me is like, I, that was such a novel thing for me, it, it, but it made me realize it's like, yeah, there's, there is a million ways to make money, but you have to pick which way you want to do it first. And so once you pick, then you can decide, okay, what skills are within that, that job or skills are within that thing that I want, that business that I want to learn. And then you start researching into those things that
0: you need to learn. And then that's where you start investing your money into. Okay. So, okay. So. Let's break it down for everyone, right? They know what they want to do. They kind of have an idea of what their, you know, entrepreneur journey, what they want to do or, or what their, their perfect life looks like. They reverse okay. engineer it, right? Right. Um, so how much money should you set aside? Because I know we talked about this and you need to focus on skills. And I think a biggest mistake, and I see people do this all the time. Mm-hmm. I see posts on Facebook where people be like, hey guys, I need some recommendations. Um, I have like $2,000 set aside and I don't want to know a good investment. And, mm-hmm. you know, they'll ask about stuff like, you know, Oh, should I do Forex? Should I do Bitcoin? Does anyone know any good stocks I put this into? I want, I want this to, to multiply and duplicate. Mm-hmm. And then in my head, I'm just thinking, oh, gosh, like, you, don't, you, you don't get it. Like, mm-hmm. You don't get it. Like, that money needs to go to a skill. Mm-hmm. A skill. Like, don't worry. Grant Cardone says until you have hundred grand set aside, mm-hmm. think about that. $100,000 set aside, you should not be worried about investing into anything. Mm-hmm. Right? No stocks, no real estate. Don't worry about any of that shit until you have the capital, and you got to get your skills game up. right? So how can somebody, if, if you know they're strapped for a job right now mm-hmm. and they need that extra income, but, but they have to set money aside because people may be listening to this, mm-hmm. and they think, okay, well, that, that's fine and dandy, but what, what do I do? Like I only get paid so much. You know, mm-hmm. Some people really maybe they're getting minimum wage or $10 an hour, and, 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 and let's say they follow our steps. They sell shit. They get their expenses down, but how do they set money aside? To, uh, to build up to this, and, and so what, what advice would you have to those people? Because I already know what's going through people's head listening to this. They so already have yes. that coming
1: in. Absolutely, yeah. So so really, you just have to when it comes, it just comes down to the numbers, right? And and you have to really figure out what how much money it really takes for you to live. And that, and, and that's the, what it comes down to. And what I mean by that is if you're on like a ten dollar an hour, you know, uh, like budget right now. So you, you, you pay ten bucks an hour, you know, get you your paycheck, and in you know, of two weeks, that kind of stuff. Like really break down how much money you're spending. So what I mean by that is, you know, is look at those things that we talked about before. It's like, you know, am I spending alcohol here? You know, am I buying extra shit here? That kind of stuff. And once you like really, now really take a freaking look at it. Like, I mean, like it, it is going to be painful. Like you're going to look at your bank account like, and you need to, you need to look at your statement and look at it and be like, okay, where am I spending all my stuff? Right. And then once you or, figure out where
0: your money's going out, go ahead, Darren Hardy, that shit track it jaron yeah. Harvey says you know like spend exactly. almost like you're working out like like spend a whole week and every time you buy something Just even if it's it. a bu- even if it's bubble gum write it on a piece of paper and then mm-hmm. at the end of the week literally look at it don't go with your bank accounts like actions so mm-hmm. you're aware of what you're spending yeah and that way and he talks about what happens is you end up you end up second guessing after doing it so much time you're like oh, do i really need to buy this because i don't want to write in my book and mm-hmm. I, I already know it's going to be a waste of money because you're aware of it it's yeah. kind of funny um you know, the next thing is once you figure out, you know, what, you know,
1: where all your money is now, what I mean by that is like, you you know, it's like to the freaking cent where your money is going in and out, right? Then you look at it and say, okay, how much of this do I need a budget? That's what you, it comes into budgeting, right? So you can say, okay, I can budget this amount of money and this will be how much I live off of. And I need to put a certain percentage aside. Now, the next question that you're going to ask is how much percentage do I put aside? What do I put aside to live off of? What do I live on? What do I take? If you go really, really extreme, like Grant Cardone, then Grant Cardone says that you live off forty percent of your income. Mm
0: -hmm. You put aside forty percent. No,
1: no, you put away forty percent, right? You put away forty percent. You got to pay the tax man, right? And then you got to put away another. um, What is it? Uh, You put away forty percent for the tax man. Then another forty percent comes in. That's that's your income. And then you got to put at least uh, forty percent. Yeah, you live off twenty percent of your income, right? That's his numbers. Is forty percent is tax, man. Forty percent is your is your is your expenses mm-hmm. and stuff, and then the other, yeah,
0: exactly. Well, that's off your business though, so because okay. you know when when they get to the point of their business right, they have to pay all those those taxes. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if if someone's listening to this and they're budgeting it out and they're they're working, they're mm-hmm. already paying taxes off that check. Should, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, already yeah, be taken yeah, out? Oh, you should that's just. Yeah, right. no, I um, see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. that's that's from Grand Cardone's. Thing. And, and what's interesting. And I, yeah, yeah, exactly. We need to the business portion, 40%. And you could still do that. But like, I know for people that are working, they'll be like, oh, God, 40% so much. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting, I learned by um, you know uh, a previous uh, guy I was in a program with, this young kid. He's, I think he's like 22 years old. He was mentored by Dan Pina, um, the billion-dollar yeah, 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 billion man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess what Dan taught them, which was very interesting, is a method that I'm, I'm excited to share with everyone, is how to increase your income and set aside 100% of it. And what he meant by that is when you're at that level, like let's say you know that your budget and what you have is two thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. right? You have to have your 2 a month. That mm-hmm. that's to pay everything off and, and you wanna increase your income. And you go to your boss and you talk him into giving you a minor raise and you have an extra five hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. So right now your cap every single month is gonna be two thousand. Every single cent above that two thousand mark goes set aside into to an account. That's how you. So as you increase your income, every, if if you make $3, one month, guess what? A thousand of it is going to be set aside to I invest see. into yourself to make those jumps, right? Yeah. And then when you're when you're comfortable, you can make a decision. You can either stay off the two grand a month living off of it, or you can increase your lifestyle by ten percent every single time. Meaning instead of setting aside a hundred percent of that extra, you just set aside ninety percent, and that little smidget of ten percent will go away. So if you made three thousand one month. You pay yourself twenty one hundred, right? Ten percent of the extra thousand, and Mm the nine hundred would go into your account. So Mm -hmm. as you make quantum leaps in your business, you can still increase your lifestyle by ten percent while still saving, uh, setting aside a massive amount. I mean, think think about like me, you know, like dude, three thousand dollars. Like think about three thousand dollars a month, guys. Even as an entrepreneur, like I can, I can happily live off of three grand a month while I'm focused on my business, Mm -hmm. right? That's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's plenty. I don't, I don't need a bunch of shit. Like 3000 is plenty of fucking money. Well, and then one one thing we
1: need to talk about too is what's the difference Dylan? And you can talk about this for, for a while, I'm sure, but what's the difference between $3,000 at home when you work at a home based job and then $3,000
0: when you work in a nine to five, like per month. Yeah. What's the difference? Well, the difference is at home, um, you're kind of in control of your, your budget and your spending, Right. So you can you can obviously eat cheap, um, eat groceries, and you're not spending a lot in gas. So the problem is when you work a nine to five, you maybe you're you're driving back and forth, so you have the gas expense. And the other thing is, I don't know about you guys, but when you're working nine to five, they give you that crutch lunch, right? So you may have like thirty minutes of a lunch break, and then what's every business end up having in there? They have those damn vending machines, Mm -hmm. and you always end up or or you know, and you eat out and you eat vending machines and snacks because you're hungry all the time, right? And you're stuck there for seven, to eight hours a day. So not only are you eating unhealthy, but it's like a double whammy. You're 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 giving money back to them. Um, I've actually talked to some business owners that have that own vending machines. Do they make a fuck ton of money? Like I didn't realize how much it was, but I was like, holy shit. Um, and it's just so it's so enticing, right? So it's you know you're gonna have expenses regardless. Maybe your business and stuff. If you're working from home, you're still gonna be driving around because you got network and all that stuff, but you know, that, that, that stuff, it's tedious, like how much you're going to be spending in, in terms of gas and all that, especially if you're networking correctly. Yeah, uh, it's extra. It's just its just all extra fluff, right? Because that, that 3000 at home, like you can
1: stretch that way further. You know what I mean? Like I'm thinking, you know, yep. you, you can stretch it so much further, like 500 bucks even is like way different at home than it is it is in a normal job.
0: Absolutely.
1: I got to go buy a uniform or, or you know what, I, I got to go to my job that day. You know, what? I blew up my tire because I've been driving it so much. So now I have it's tire expense, and I got to get more oil changes now, right? And all those. Yeah, other- I
0: mean, what's cool? What's cool about it is like if you know what your budget is, guys, and you're increasing it. And let's say you know you go from two thousand, and you're able to increase by ten percent, and you're at three thousand a month. Plus setting money aside, you can break that two thousand a month and set that extra five hundred into another account for like fun and vacations and and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still you can still live, right? You can still enjoy life after that point and have that money there. But but the key, the biggest thing. And the biggest takeaway from today's episode that people have to understand is you have to stop saving for the sake of saving because that's what you're taught. Mm. You were taught to set money aside for an emergency, a rainy fucking day. You should invest into a 401k. And people are, are falling into this trap, and they, they, they can't start a business. They have no skills when in reality, all the wealthy people and, and entrepreneurs and stuff are saving for the sake of investing. So – I want guys to understand that when you set this money aside into this account, you should, in your mind, have full expectations of spending it to invest into yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's courses, programs, whatever it is you want to do. Maybe
1: mentorship, Man, maybe it's is, a conference. This hits me like so hard because this is something that we, that me and you had to do very recently. You know what I mean? Like I, had, yeah. you know, we had some, you know, like you guys when we started this podcast, we were starting to you know pick up pace in our businesses. And so, you know, that, that obviously when you pick up pace, that, that comes with increasing income. Right. And so, you know, you don't think I, that my increase in income that I didn't want to just like, you know, go and do whatever the hell I want, you know, start drinking partying crap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you easily could. And you can easily fall into like, every time you increase your income, every time it goes up, you're going to, you're going to feel that you're going to feel the, the want you're going to like, Oh my gosh, like maybe I should do this. Maybe I should don't. And I would, I would implore you and I would hope that you, if, if you watch the video and you would see me pointing my hand at you right now, please do not do that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do <laughs> I, um, I had this conversation last night with um, uh, an, an awesome guy I met. I'm uh, joining his team, going to be closing for um, a very high level influencer. So I'm super excited about that opportunity of having that influencer as a client and you know making money this week. And uh, we were talking about investing and he told me that this, this past month alone, he spent on masterminding and, and, and self-education $31,000 in a month. He invested $31,000 in one month just in personal development education. Mm-hmm. So, like, think about that. Now, people listening to me be like, like, you're out of your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. You're out of your mind. Like, who okay. the hell would – Yeah, no,
1: you, you would not want to get an education bill. Like, anybody that works a normal job right now would not want to get an education bill from some of these mentors. Because, like, I would guarantee – like, I think what uh, some of our mentors – I know, I know mine in particular – you know, he he, he actually said it himself. He spent 150k in one month
0: just yeah. on just
1: on mentorship and training, right?
0: And I think and the difference is, like, guys, when I hear that, like, that excites me. Like, I'm excited to be able to get to the point where I can invest 150 thousand dollars. And I would do it in a heartbeat. If I had the if I if I had 150k, and and I can and I could drop that into mentorship, and I know it's going to scale that and give me the means able to you know quadruple 150k per month. Right? I would do in a heartbeat. Like, it excites me when I hear that shit. I'm just like, I don't, when I hear that someone says, like, oh, I just dropped 150 grand in a month, my brain doesn't go, like, you're out of your mind. My brain goes, man, you're so lucky. I can't wait to get to the point where I can spend that type of capital on personal development to make those Mm -hmm. jumps. Mm -hmm. And, and that's the, and I think that's the biggest takeaway that that people have to get over that fear. Cause I I think people have it in their mind that they're just afraid, well, if I invest into someone or get coaching or a program that I'm going to get scammed and they're worried about losing the money. Mm-hmm. guys you just have to realize that it's it, it, yeah it's a risk um but you just have to constantly be learning new skills and stuff you're never going you're never going to get there if you don't do this
1: yeah and i think that a lot of it has to do with you know people being perpetuated by this whole thing that they're helpless right that, that that's what i that's what i view whenever like people are like you need to, well i mean obviously you have to have a certain amount of money saved for yourself and your family. I get that. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, not speaking to those people. I'm speaking to the people that only say that they should save money, that you should just keep stacking cash in the back. Because and the reason being is if you're not investing that money in yourself, like even though you're going to enjoy it later on a vacation, right? But think about it if you would have spent half that time putting that money back into developing your earning capacity, imagine how big that pot of gold would be <laughs> versus yeah. you just stacking it, just like consistently saving versus, okay, let me put some of that into making my, making my dollars go higher right mm-hmm. so now that dollars are higher in the in the bank like it makes sense
0: 100% around yeah yeah 100% so the biggest takeaway today guys is just an intro to it is is you know just like Wally was saying you know step 1 is look over your budget understand your finances cuz you have to get you right first okay this is so it's it's so important guys if you if you can't manage your money you're 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 fucked Okay. Okay. Think about. There's a reason why lawyers and doctors file bankruptcy the most in this country, because they have they they make a lot of money, they have a shit ton of money coming in, but they can't manage it worth shit. That's why they're broke. Doesn't matter. Paper doesn't. Numbers on paper don't lie, guys. So you have to get your money and your expenses right. And then the goal, what you got to do is is embed into your entrepreneurial brain is that you're saving to invest. So increase your income. Know what your budget is that you need, and then everything above that increase of income needs to go aside. And when you're ready to jump into your business and you start having capital, then you can start making the other big jumps from your business Okay, of setting aside 40% to – and then once again, guess where that money goes? That 40% is going to go back into your business. Now you have money just cycling, just back into feeding your business so you can make those jumps. It's called R&D, research and development. Tesla, Apple, all of them, if you look at their, their SEC filings every single year, R&D, billions of dollars. They set aside and spent billions of dollars into research and development back into their business, and it's the same thing. Just think of your, your, think of your investment as R&D as it is on an on actual bank statement, um, your accounting statement. So um, that's the biggest takeaway, guys. I hope that was helpful. Um, I'm really excited for this week to be able to jump into like more of these topics, kind of dive in. But before we did that, it, it's, it's pointless if you don't get this part down. If you're not able to control your money and set money aside and track this stuff, guys, you're you're screwed. You're not going to do it. Um, you're not going to you're not going to be able to build the habits to invest. You're going to always miss out on opportunities. Um, if if you guys haven't seen Where To or More Society, you can look that up on Facebook. We literally just talked about this. Wally did a whole segment on on saying yes to opportunities, and the importance of it. Right. But if you don't get what we're talking about downright, you're fucked. Because an opportunity is gonna come and then you're gonna be like, I, I I can't I don't have money. You're gonna be like, I oh have- I, don't, I don't I don't oh
1: I, I made this one once in a lifetime opportunity, this guy will take, you know, I can buy mentorship from him, he'll he'll take me on. I'm the only mentor mentee he's ever gonna have. He just needs five thousand dollars, one time payment, and he's gonna teach me everything he knows forever, and you don't have it. <laughs>
0: you're fucked. I'm going to say it how it is. You're fucked. And, and we've been there. We, Meanwhile, Wally, both have, you know, opportunities. Where we're just like, fuck, man. Like, you know, we want to get into this and it could be like 20 grand. Um, and, and so we, we learned, you know, we learned a lesson. We understand the importance of it. Now we're focused on, on our business, setting money aside, scaling and, and, and R and D is just key, key guys. You never want to have that opportunity come to you where you can't say yes, because you didn't have the capital and you'll be able to be confident. You'll be excited. So when that opportunity presents itself, you're going to know, and it's not even gonna, you're not even going to blink guys you'll have 10 grand setting aside in the account you're going to be like this is where it needs to go you, you you'll know you'll be like i need to know i need this knowledge i need this skill you won't even think twice about it and then and then you'll get a return on that that skill alone will help you guess what fill your account up faster you'll get back to the 10 grand plus some
1: mm-hmm. and then guess
0: what your goal is after that i'm at 30 mm-hmm. grand where how can i spend this 30 grand wisely cuz <laughs> i need i need i need to build assets i need this to get to 100k Do Mm -hmm. I just keep setting aside at the rate I am now, or do I spend this thirty grand to get to that hundred k even faster? Mm -hmm. Right. True. Well, you can even take it from another standpoint. It's like okay, um, let's say let's say
1: let's say uh, let's say it takes me sixty years to put to put a hundred k in the bank account, Dylan. But I put it but I put it away consistently all the time, right? You know, every year I'm just kind of just like okay. Then you, instead of instead of just putting away and getting to that hundred grand, you immediately say okay, I got to twenty grand right? And I know that I can buy these mentorship and courses that's going to help me make 100 grand in, you know, a year, right? So you drop that. When you got to 30 grand, you drop your 30 grand. And now, by the time 60 years has gone by, I only have 100 grand, but you probably have like $60 million <laughs> because of all the mentorship and stuff you bought on the way, you know what I mean? So it just literally correlates to the end. It just says about
0: how you think about it, right? And, 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 I'll, and, I'll, and I'll end with this because this is, this is something interesting that, you know, my, my Sifu, Dan, lock had talked about and you know when we talk about 401ks and and mutual funds and stuff right and we talk about the expense ratios what what most people don't know is when you invest in those things you need to be at a minimum after taxes and stuff just to be above inflation let me say that again just to be above inflation after all expenses stuff came out when you invest into a stock mutual fund you need to be getting a minimum of 12 percent because after all the taxes and fees and everything you're 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 right there about above inflation, right? So you're really not getting that big of a return, Mm-mm. and that's and that's not easy to do, guys. Just getting that twelve percent is not easy to do when you're investing stocks, and you don't even realize that you're you're blowing that fucking money. You may be looking at it, be like, yeah, I'm at I'm at eight, I'm have eight percent return right now, and after everything, you you have no idea how fucked you are over the over the long term. Mm-hmm. But if you're here and you're listening, and you want to be an entrepreneur. What Dan Lock talked about, what I thought about, was makes so much sense because we're doing businesses and you're gaining these skills. Guys, you're playing the 100, the 200, the 300-plus percent game. You guys realize that, right? Like you're not playing in this teeter-totter and 12% return. You're talking hundreds of percent of return on your investment when you gain these skills. This is why entrepreneurs do – This is the, this is what separates the high, high, high level from the low level of people who have no control over anything. When you have the skills to control shit, guys – your percentages go way up. 12% is like, a, like nothing. Like you can you, – you, you don't even want to wipe your ass with 12%. Dude, Dan the 12% for Dan Lok would make him cry right
1: now. I was, let's just say it like that.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the, and the thing is people are hearing that and they think that – they're like that's fucking impossible. There's no way that you can put money into something and, and then spit out 100 to 200 plus percent return on it. It's just not possible. Of course it's not possible to you because you don't have the fucking skill set for it. And the only way you're going to get there is by setting money aside and investing it to yourself instead of just blowing money on all this other stupid shit. So I hope that, that makes sense to you. I hope that just kind of has that epiphany and you get excited and just knowing that just, – just knowing it's possible should excite you. Don't get bummed out. Don't be negative, and And don't, don't wallow in the sorrow of realizing like, okay, well, that's great. Like Those people have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. So they have, and they, they learned it over time, which is what you have to do. So if it, takes, if it took them 10 years, then guess what? Is ten years of your time learning this shit worth it? Fuck yeah! Like, like, don't complain about it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just wanted to end everyone with that. And then I don't want people because I see people—they're so negative. They'll, they'll, they'll hear, they'll hear that and be like, "Oh well, donor not rich, that poor has a billionaire," or you know, Warren Buffett—he's already a billionaire. Like, he knows all this stuff. Like, that's great for him. It's easy for him to get that type of return. And It's like, guys, you realize that he started from shit. Like, he had to learn all that over time. Mm-hmm. And 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 you're and you're right. He does know that. So instead of me spending 50 years – because that's how long it took Warren Buffett, by the way, guys. If you didn't, didn't know that, 50 fucking years consistently to get to where he's at, I would rather just go to Warren Buffett and be like, hey, bro, I have a million dollars set aside. You know, can, you, can you shorten that for me? Can you make that 50 years, 10 years? What do I need to know? Here's my million bucks. Just tell me right now, and, and I don't want to spend 50 years. What, what, what key takeaways can you tell me, Mr. Buffett? <laughs> So I can get to those results much faster. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. That's the key ingredient that you guys have to understand. And that's what it takes to be able to get successful as an entrepreneur. And if you don't do that, you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. That's the secret. If I, there's any gold, gold secret from this episode, that's it right there. You, you don't do that. You will lose. 100%. you have anything to end on that, Wally? Nope. You got it. Cool. Well, yeah, guys. So, so thank you so much. So excited, Super excited for this series. Uh, I know there's listening and want to make money, um, definitely tune in the rest of the week. We'll, we'll, we'll cover some different avenues, uh, different types of assets that you can build and focus on. Uh, maybe we'll throw some resources into if anyone wants to look to, you know, see if they have money set aside, what to invest in, who to follow, stuff like that. And uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, hope you guys had an awesome knowledge boner experience and we will catch you guys tomorrow on the next episode.